Struggling to keep track of your story and world? Archivos is for you! More intuitive than a wiki, more extensible than Scrivener, Archivos builds your story bible into your personal, always-on tactical display. Graphical relationship charting, continuity tools, this thing has it all, with bonus options for fan engagement and real-time collaboration. Archivos. Story world management done right www.archivos.digital. That's www.archivos.digital. Welcome to The Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 1037. Today we hear from Nicole, I think, though in uh, putting the question into our system, I deleted the name, so we might have screwed it up. I'm just going by the writing style, so if this is not Nicole and this is you, I'm very sorry. But your question did make it to air. <laughs> Presumably, Nicole asks... What is the etiquette around rejected stories written for anthology calls? It stands to reason, like any rejection, you're free to send it to another market. However, when it is published by you on a website, Substack, Indie Collection, or elsewhere, is it acceptable to say it was written for an anthology? If so, is it acceptable to say what anthology as long as the mention is neutral or even positive? Hey, I didn't get in, but if you like this, I recommend you try the anthology, which you can buy here. Unrelated to the question, just got back from LibertyCon, and although the hard rejection issue from my beta reader reared its head, I'm back jazzed to write. Your podcast is a huge reason I keep coming back from the desire to burn it all and quit. Thanks for keeping me in the game. Well, I'm glad that we're able to help. Uh, yes, it is. When you write a story for an anthology, it is yours. And if the anthology doesn't buy it, you are free to publish it on your own. And if you include a note saying, this was for this anthology, which didn't like it, especially if you say, but it's a good anthology and go, go buy it here, I can't imagine an editor in existence who wouldn't love you for that. So, uh, no etiquette problems or copyright problems whatsoever. And also, I should mention that if your story gets accepted, once the exclusivity period ends, you are also free to send it to new anthologies, send it to reprint magazines, publish it on your own, whether on alone or in collections or both, it's yours. You do with it as you like. Reprints are a great way to keep the market fresh and keep the money coming. Um, your audience is always going to want to read the stuff that they might not have seen from you the first time it was published. So make sure you keep it as available as possible and make a big deal of it when you release it, because your audience will thank you. Thank you very much for the question, and we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners.
Join the conversation. Submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat. Or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you.